It is Thursday the 15th of June 2017 and this is episode 312 of Digital Outbox. Welcome to another episode. I'm Chris and Ian's here as well. Of course you're here. Uh, good evening, Christopher. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about because we've got games to talk about today. We have, so it's E3 fact, week. Bit of an overdose of games, so actually we probably cover games less <laughs> in a way because we won't go into, into, into them each individually because there were too many. But um, before we get to all of that business, let's quickly uh, do some follow-ups. Um, Boston Dynamic, well, it's not even follow really, but Boston Dynamics has been bought by SoftBank. Um, basically, uh, Google have sold it. I think they only had it for four years. So it's, Boston Dynamics, if, if you didn't know, was is the super advanced robotics um, play. They've put loads of videos online. If you've not looked at the YouTube videos, then how dare you? They are... Uh, amazingly frightening because most of them have got militaristic uh, aims and that's probably one of the reasons why it has never sat well with being a google uh, thing they they they're claiming that it's because it's just not getting a return uh, soon enough um but these robots that they come robots is that a frog up, robot <laughs> they're robots uh yes they're coming up with some amazing stuff but they have sold at softbank softbank being of the company who bought arm a little while back for millions and billions uh, and they've also been buying up other stuff they're a japanese uh tech giant yes um, so, and again, I was trying to remember the name of it, but it's actually in the notes. So if I just read the actual notes that I put in, <laughs> I would be in more informed. Big Dog. So Big yes, Dog was one of the dog. was one of the, the robots. And, and I guess some of them looked amazing and other ones were like um, terrifyingly awesome as, you know, people tried to knock them down and hit them. They would just get up and keep going. You know, you yeah, yeah. play like some music over the top of it, and it's like that. The underlying thing, Boston Dynamics, is very much a, uh, a firm out of the. Uh, I can't. What's the, what is the Terminator firm? I can't remember the name of that firm, but um, very much along those. Is it not Skynet? Sky. Well, it probably is just Skynet. Yeah, for <laughs> take over. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and the, and the latest one that the, oh, the one that's on it's wheels. Not... It's like a humanoid type thing, but it's got wheels instead, and it's freaking. Is it mega. not Cyber Cyberdyne? Cyberdyne, oh, Cyberdyne, Cyberdyne, yeah, Cyberdyne yeah. systems. Yeah, that's the one. So I'm also remembering reads. we did a podcast when I said <laughs> that the Terminator film was Boston Dynamics, and you corrected me. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, the other way around. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. You look from one to the other, and they are identical. So it's not going to be long before we have Skynet, and then the downfall of all humanity uh, to the robots. Yep, and I, and I think you're right. So, so when Google bought them, there was lots of eyes raised because they did have military contracts at the time. Oh, this and, is the only way that anything get like this gets money is because the military shoves money into it. Yeah, and and so so there was lots of eyes raised, and Google were like, "Yeah, we'll terminate those," and because um, we do no evil. And um, and then after like a couple of years, it says, "Nah, we really want to really want to bid this." It's as you said, they they weren't really getting a return, and I think they do lots of clever things, but it's it's. Where's the end goal? And from a Google perspective, I don't think there's anything in there. No, remember they were doing all the kind of crazy. Uh, was it was it Google X or, or, or Project X or something? Mm-hmm. How they were doing all the different X type things. So they were doing, you know, you know, Wi-Fi from balloons, and you know, we're doing yep. drone delivery, and we're doing all these different things. And it, and I think it was in there, and it's just never really. It's like I say, really... the end game I think they know now is the military, and I don't think they want to be that involved in that. Uh, it, yes. well, it, it does seem a shame that the only way you get a, a ton of money thrown at you is when it's designed to blow other people up or blow people up or kill people easy. It's just a shame that that's we haven't moved beyond that. There you go. Um, Theresa May, um, she's come out this is it this week? I guess is well, recently and said that um, like she's thinking about putting a law in place that will fine. Um, sort of social media or people or internet type firms if they don't remove unacceptable content from their websites specifically uh, hate speech and terror content things like that um, so in the with the aim of yeah removing content to to you know not let impressionable people view it they they're coming up with a, an idea of actually finding the internet firms 
Yes, Theresa May, emboldened by her success in last week's election, has decided <laughs> to press on with her agenda and will now um, attack the internet as we know it in all always possible we know this day is coming in fact you know we can put it down to Theresa May if you like but it's it's going to be whatever government of the day it is that regulation of the internet has been creeping up and will continue to do so as it becomes just part of everyday life um and that is ultimately where this is all going so there, there will now be laws that sort of yeah dictate what can and can't yeah. happen there Part of me still think it's a bit of brinkmanship. You know, let's try and suggest we will do laws in the hope that the tech firms actually say, let's try and self-regulate a bit more and do more rather than it being a law. And it's, it, it's, it's really difficult. How do you... How do you? But the thing is, firms have been proved many, many times before that unless they are legally obliged to do something, then generally they don't do it or they uh, do a diluted version agreed, and a weak source version. I, I agreed, but it becomes very difficult. And I, and I can see there being some really difficult conversations around, you know, so yes, obviously Facebook and Twitter and Google have massive UK presence. But if it was the only, U, so if UK was the only country, for example, that this took place it's, in. This is, an, this is an incoming thing. It's not just going to be our country. Um, they, I mean, the, the government have su suggested they will work with them to develop tools that will identify and remove harmful material automatically. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure how the, the government are going to be able to advise uh, facebook on how to do that i think it, you know but anyway i think it'd be more like yeah you must do this uh, and, and they'll figure out how they're gonna go and do it um yeah so there you go boom um tim cook has sort of mentioned about his the car apple cars for the first time um so it's kind of the first time it's even been sort of put out there but in an interview he did mention how they've been concentrating on autonomous systems in cars so with a view to having a self-driving car and how complicated the AI project is that they're working on in, to enable this to happen. You know, all the, all the kind of bits that go into that. Yeah, so it's, it's, seeing it's, it's a focus on autonomous systems, so not talking about, you know, much about the car at all. Um, and he said it's a core technology that we view as very important. He likened the effort to the mother of all AI projects, and it's probably one of the most difficult AI projects to work on. So there's lots of talk that rather than rather than like a hardware platform and a, and a Tesla equivalent that they've kind of, and there was lots of rumors last year that they've kind of rebooted, you know, they've kind of mm -hmm. almost said, right, stop with the hardware side of things. We'll focus purely on AI. We'll be a software yep. platform for cars. Um, and there's, there's no doubt there's lots of people chasing this. It's, um, you'll certainly, as a company, you'll earn a lot more money if you can come up with a system that then other manufacturers can buy into rather than coming up with a car that people would buy that's automated. You know, it's that that's the ultimate, you know, you've got to sell it to the people that are already selling cars, really. And I think it's also, and I know they did it with the phone, but you could argue that's another tech product. So it wasn't, it wasn't the kind of challenge that, you know, buying, or sorry, building a car for the first time would be and all mm -hmm. that. So, so whether whether you're the best design team in the world, there's a whole other knowledge there that that oh, you know, yeah, existing yes. manufacturers you, have. You can't. I mean, it's been proved many times before. The first cars that companies produce are, are generally a bit rubbish. So, you know, they're, they're like you say, the body of knowledge. They're, they're good at building cars. We're good at building systems, and and we'll get good at building these automated machines. Uh, and then we'll we shall combine the two at that point. I wasn't even sure if it was a. A kind of combination. I mean, we covered WWDC last week, and, and almost everything was round. You know, every didn't matter what the topic was. They, they dropped in machine learning and AI. Yeah. And I just mm -hmm. wondered if it was again just trying to say, you know, we although we're a secretive company, we are doing lots in this because the secretive side of it is seemingly hampering the, the ability to attract them, um, the kind of AI researchers because most of them are from academia who love to publish papers, and Apple don't mm -hmm. like that. You know, and it's no. a real, it's a, it's it's kind of bridging those two worlds. And I guess if you know if they if if someone who is bright in this area has got a choice, they they well every, I mean it's not just Apple that are dropping this this you know the the AI bomb. Everyone's doing it, and I guess these these guys see, don't hear about the Apple so doing it. So this is a way of making sure they they know that there are jobs in Apple about this. You're probably right, I think. Yeah. So even today, I mean, Facebook have just come out and said they have called their AI research fair. Facebook AI research, you know, and they're making a big kind of play on that. I think it's. You see, every tech company uh, will have a massive AI division. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's <laughs> Skynet. Apart, apart from Twitter, Skynet. Skynet. Du, 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 du. Um, yes. Okay. Um, Uber CEO 
is taking a leave of absence. So this is uh, we we've been talking for seems like months now about um, this guy, and he has now decided he's going to take a break. No sign of when he's coming back. So the board had previously supported him, but uh, he, he's off now. He's had a few family tragedies as well, so um, he's gone. I don't think that's going to be a bad thing for Uber right now. No, I mean it's, as you say, they've stumbled. Uh, they stumbled. They're from, still succeeding, despite despite themselves. Uh, so they're succeeding from a market share perspective. I mean, they don't make any money, um, but they're basically they trying. Is that no, right? They're basically trying to buy. They're basically trying to buy the market, um, and they are still the biggest player mm. in this this kind of area. And there's no doubt they've kind of disrupted that that kind of yep. taxi and ride industry. You know, that's uh, that, they're that still the go-to name. They're still the name on the street. You know, it's the the firm that people know about. You don't find many people using the other alternatives, um, so yeah. So I mean, yeah. Uber. So he's a, he was a CEO. He's he's totally absent, and there's no doubt. Not it's not only just the kind of scandals in about it. He's obviously went through a lot of personal, you know, grief yeah. over the last, you know, two, three, four months. It's not it's probably it's you know it's, it's not probably it's a combination of everything. It's definitely not an easy ride. You know, running a company is <laughs> not of that size and trying to disrupt and compete and keep it on. A, and he has been attacked. Uh, every angle yeah but some of the some of the, the stuff that's happened within the company is horrendous and even yeah and there's a whole you know delete uber there's a whole there's all stuff around about the female ex-engineer and just how mm. people are treated there there's been this um uh, investigation that was done but even this week you know so that so there was some um clips read out at a staff meeting to discuss company's culture and ariana huffington who's another board member so she's doing this investigation into this whole you know allegedly sexist culture and you know the, the female engineer who was propositioned you know, on day one and there's all of that kind of stuff happening so he she she was saying she just said um it's kind of proven that you know one woman on the board actually you know leads to more women joining the board you know it's that first one that then does mm -hmm. the trigger on and a chap called david bonderman who's who was an uber board member until he said this actually what it shows is that it's much more likely to be more talking <laughs> that leaked out and he had to step down because it's just like, you know, mm. like you say, it just gives you that no matter what it is, really, it just gives you the impression that, that this is it's the. And it, it feels like it feels like there's a, it's endemic. It that's, that's their culture. And that's what it's yeah. that's what the last six months to nine months has basically come out and said, we have been a kind of dirty company and we've got a whole lot of problems and the guy running it can't can't get a grip. Anyway, he's gone now, so we'll see whether things turn around. Probably won't. Um, roaming charges across Europe or e across the EU have been scrapped. So this is one of the kind of measures we've been working towards for ages, but there's all come in now. So effectively, you can take your data with you where you go now. Yeah, which is good. We've talked about this a few times, and it's finally yep. today's a day. So you can um, uh, you won't be charged extra for calls, SMS messages, or internet outside of home countries when traveling the EU, which Let's be honest; is a it's a good thing, you know, and it's and it's about time yeah. because the the charges were a disgrace. Yeah, Absolute I mean, it, disgrace. It, again, the networks nowadays don't see borders, you know. So the fact that you're charged for crossing one is a bit ridiculous. It's just total admin. Um, so there's still some caps. So so data, data is the hardest bit to do on SEEs, capping at fifteen gig a month. Um. You know, it's, it's three is 12 gig a month and nine gig is pay as you go. O2 Vodafone, there's no data cap for pay one for the business customers. So again, you know, it's not just a, a super free for all. So if you're, if you you know, there's, there are caps and limits in place. But um, I think, you know, especially as we're coming into, you know, I think we're a, a week away, well, two weeks away, probably a week, week and a half, two weeks away from the Scottish school holidays kicking in. I think mm -hmm. England's about another, what, five, six weeks away. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, so it's it's but it's that time, it's all the time, and it's a kind of nice little, nice little present for folk. Uh, Twitter has tweaked its design um, again to try and help new customers get involved. I think you could change some colours and change some styling and stuff like that. Uh, I uh, you know I I can't remember I loaded the Twitter app and it just presented me with these things and you can it's basically just a series of cards that you then complete and you know, there you go done, and then yeah. it just looks a different colour. I wasn't going to add this in because I thought, what a waste of time. But actually, <laughs> I wanted to add it in to say, it's nice to know they can fart around with design things like that. Well, how about fixing some of the toxic issues on your platform, please? Meow. That's all I would say. Yeah, no, I know. It's <laughs> it's just, um, 
<laughs> it's just like you know the fact that yeah. people are a color's not going to solve it at the moment no and changing you know you know changing profile icons from square to circle oh wow and you know, the who back, knows maybe it's the start of something beautiful the worst bit is the fact that they had to do this and put out a thing to say that we're doing this to be consistent <laughs> you'd have thought your platform whatever you use it for something like twitter would be fairly consistent across your platform but never mind Let's get on to E3. It's the big news of this week. Um, so they've been talking about games, basically. Um, so as is now traditional, Microsoft took uh, day one um, or took early a really early slot. And they properly launched the what was previously known as Scorpio, but now is known as the XX. The X Scorpio is known as the XX Box One XX. X, it's just X, a, I saw one. somebody who, who were talking about, so I think the first Xbox was just Xbox. It and was. then you had the Xbox One, which I think was called... So that was the X Xbox. No, there was something else. <laughs> I know I'm digressing, but it was basically well done Microsoft for eventually getting back to Xbox One X just being Xbox with the initials and stuff. Yeah, so yes, Xbox. Yeah. Anyway, Xbox One X. Uh, rightly or wrongly that's what it's going to be called and it's going to launch on November the 7th and it will be effectively one of their range of Xboxes where there's Xbox One you've got the Xbox One S and now you've got the Xbox One X and the X will sell for £450 it's kind of the region we thought it would land in um it's a 4K um, machine, as we've heard already. Uh, it's got backwards compatibility, just like all the other uh, Xbox Ones. Um, uh, and it's smaller than all the other um, units. So it's actually a, a slightly smaller footprint than even the Xbox One S, uh, which looked nice. Uh, and they proceeded to show lots of games running on it, basically. Um, it kicked off with a bit of Forza Motorsport 7, or one of the f- first things they showed was Forza Motorsport 7, all running at uh, six frames a second in 4K, uh, and it all looked incredibly pretty. Um, and I think is that going to be a launch game? Um, so yeah, it actually comes. So the, so the project, so it comes out earlier than it. Yeah. yeah so the uh, I was going to say call it Project Scorpio. So the Xbox One X is coming out November seven, um, mm. but Forza is actually coming out October third. Um, so it'll be and, a, and the major, f- yeah. So it'll be there so ready whatever. for launch. Yeah. Yeah. So the major thing of all the games that they were showing, it was exactly as they described, all of the games pretty much that are going to run on all of the systems, but they are going to be enhanced graphics, so they're going to have higher resolution textures, you know, frame rate, it's going to be better, things like that across the game. And it will, so effectively you'll buy the same game, but it will be better on the Xbox One X is how they're selling yeah. it. And I guess what the... Which the is quite s- quite a technical feat. It is. Um, and what they've also prescribed is, or sorry, what they've also actually um, stated is they're not going to enforce, you know, if you're a game developer, it's not if you release it on Xbox One X that it has to tick this box or this box or this box. If you want to focus on 60 frames per second at 1080p and, you know, amazing textures, go for it. If you want to focus on 4K, which it can do, but maybe simplify some of the textures and maybe run at 30 frames per second, go for it. So they're basically saying, have at it. You you do what you think you need to do to make your game the best you can make it for that platform. And and oh, again, in general, overall, all the games did look um, very very impressive. Uh, there were some demos that were saying running in you know in the A game engine, which I always take with a pinch of salt. But nevertheless, they were still pretty impressive to look at. Um, there was a lot going on um, at a very high resolution, so it was impressive stuff to see. And Forza Forza looked impressive. You know I mean? did, yeah. It looked, I, I, again, my only little worry about Forza is, and it's a bit a bit like the same in Gran Turismo, it's Forza. So you know yeah. the tracks you're going to get, and you yep. know, the, I mean, they were talking about all those trucks, and it's like, I have no interest in racing trucks, thanks very much. You know, no, exa- exactly that. They've got their dynamic weather now, they've got um, uh, sort of dynamic uh, lighting and stuff like that. So it all, again, they take the steps forward, but you, you know when you whack it in the disk drive, you'll... You'll view it initially and think it looks pretty, and then you eventually think oh, this is just the same game. And that's underlined. That's what it's going to be. But that you, you know, that, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, that's just what it is. Um, uh, various other things being shown around. So Metro Exodus. Um, there was Assassin's Creed Origins. They all look very impressive. Um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. So this is a massive PC hit. Uh, it's being. It's absolutely being 
rammed down uh, Twitch's throat. Basically, everyone seems to be playing this now, uh, and it's coming to Xbox in an exclusive. So that's actually quite a big thing. It's it's not the most refined game, but effectively, it's a it's a game of uh, 100 players all in one game, and last player standing. So it's just a matter of just how oh, how long uh, you can last, and it's you know. And I must uh, admit, I don't know much about it at all. It's basically in in an environment that gets smaller and smaller as the game progresses. So you get more and more compressed into a smaller space, um, so that say you're forced to go and fight, and and it's it's caught Twitch's attention, and there's a lot of big players are playing it. So it's quite quite a big thing. Uh, you heard the, the audience's reaction was quite a big uh, sort yeah. of whoop no, to that absolutely. one. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I, as I said, it was just one of those that that. It hadn't, it hadn't, you know, crossed, you know, my yeah. path at all, and I was like, it, it doesn't. It's so not what? the most refined game. It's not the best looking game. It's not the best controlling game. It just, it's that hundred to one aspect, and how you know, if you get chucked out of one game, you go straight into the next one, and it's how how far through the game you can get. So there you but go. Then if I, but then if you know, just when you're saying that, if I look back at things like you know, Bomberman, if I look at Rocket League, which you know we picked up free in the, the PlayStation, I bought an Xbox. They are, you know, they're fairly straightforward, but a massive following because they, they yeah. just they just nailed the gameplay. Exactly, the game gameplay is king. Um, what else are we going to cover? Yeah, so Minecraft got a, a graphics pack upgrade for its 4K. You think how can Minecraft be made <laughs> to look good in a 4K environment? But actually, the the uh, basically they've concentrated on lighting, and it, and I have to say it does look. It does look pretty spectacular with the upgrades and the 4K system on it. Um, I I was skeptical, but actually I was left thinking actually that no, that's pretty, pretty, pretty stuff. Um, what else are we going to look at? Sea of Thieves is kind of a big deal for Microsoft. So this is rare making this game. It's like a massively multiplayer game where you're playing as a a, a, a captain on a pirate ship and you've got you know people in your crew. Uh, and they're kind of showing more and more. They're kind of releasing more and more ideas and and what they're going to do. My only worry with it is it's um they've got to put a lot of ideas in that to make it exciting proposition. Yeah, I mean because some of the demos looked okay, but but I, I got I got a bit of a it's okay, but a bit unfocused as if like they're exactly. still trying. To how are they going to how are they going to mold this into a game that you actually want to play? Yeah, that there's a concept there, and the, if you were down the pub, the concept would sound really cool, and you come up with a few ideas, and you think, yeah, that'd be really good as a game, and then you actually the reality of it, I, I'm worried that it might not quite lead up to it. But there you go, they you know rare have proved many times before that they're good, but they've also proved that they can release some pretty mediocre stuff. So let's see what happens. Um, various other things. Crackdown three was another big one that Microsoft lean on every now and again. So Crackdown one was a great hit um, for what was a you know a new franchise for for a new franchise. It was great uh, success. Crackdown two kind of ruined some of that, <laughs> and now Crackdown three looks like it's returning to the uh, the good old days. And what was interesting about that was I looked at the trailer and I was like, well, that's not too inspiring. But I actually watched a kind of 10-minute gameplay video just because, of the, as you said, we loved, I mean, we played Crackdown 1 for a long time and chased down all the orbs, and yep. it was a laugh, really good laugh. And um, and it actually, it, it, the demo played a lot better than the, the trailer. So I still... If you remember Crackdown, one of the, it was kind of the first one that tried to do a whole massive real-world environment that more, more than one person could be in at any one time. It was no one had really achieved it up until Crackdown, and then they then they did it. You could have four people in four completely different places around this massive city, uh, and I'd say no other no other game had managed it to that day, or none, none that had been a success. Uh, and to be fair, it's the first one I remember that had, and I hate saying it, but verticality. Yes. So it wasn't just yeah, yeah. you were. So yes, there was other games where you, you know height was an advantage, but this was like you no, know, I'm jumping, you know, skyscraper, yeah, massive skyscraper, skyscraper height. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that. That sticks in my head as the first one that I can recall doing that. Yeah. Uh, so again, that's all um, available come the launch of uh, the the X. Um, yeah. They're, they're, so I guess another thing to mention at this point is they every single thing they mentioned was about a game. There was none of the media, none of the other stuff that they've concentrated or even you know covered before. 100% game focused so they've kind of taken that on the chin and said yep okay we get it this is a console it's not a home entertainment system um so that yeah they went through a whole ton of like um montages i have to say there was 
there was some weak sauce in some of those montages. It was almost yeah. like they were maybe scrabbling a little bit to try and fill the time. But uh, in general, everything, you know, it's nice to see that there's lots well, of I things think, going on. I think there was something like they claimed there was 42 games going to be shown in their keynote or something Which, like that. Sure, they may have shown 42 games, but some of them are just Xbox arcade games and they weren't yeah. really much worth much. So. I think it's, yeah. but it's been something leveled at them before that, that yes, you're behind in hardware, but even if the hardware was part of your better, your games, you don't have the exclusives, you don't have the titles. Mm. And I think they tried to address that. You know, this week they've tried to say, we've got the hardware and we reckon we've got the titles now as well. There's, I'm, I'm not there was definitely green, enough but... to keep me interested. They've yeah. they've they've come up with Xbox compatibility, back, backwards compatibility. So not only can you play Xbox 360 games, there will be releasing some Xbox originals, um, which again got a good whoop. But most times those games are Xbox for a reason. <laughs> they are of their age. And I think I mean something that we've, that we've kind of not highlighted, but we touched on earlier. But it's you know Gears of War four, Forza Horizon three, Killer Instinct, Halo, Halo Wars two, and Minecraft. They're getting the four key updates. Yes. There's also th- additional titles, so Final Fantasy, Resident Seven, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, Rocket League. You know they are. You know, so it's. I think it was just to say, you know, you pick up an Xbox One X day one. Yeah, you, you know, you you're going to see these bumps of, in quality and. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I imagine big downloads day one. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's because the they're not on the disc. <laughs> no, it's the same with any console. I, I still still remember that first Xbox One day in Forza, looking for its eight or nine gig, <laughs> if not more. Like, was it something like was that? Yeah. Is that the, and then Halo, and it's thirty and forty gig to get all the the. I think I think na- nowadays Halo on my hard disk is is much bigger than that even. So it's yeah, it's just I think it was the the Halo, the anniversary edition. It was like here's all the games, mm-hmm. but no map. So if you want to play the yeah. maps, which is what we wanted to do, go and download. It didn't work anyway, so there you go. Um, I oh. guess we'll touch... Oh, yeah, that, sorry, let's, let's go with Anthem now. So this was... Yeah. Um, it, to me, it looked like a kind of uh, Destiny-type game. So that kind of open-world kind of idea. Um, but just... It, you know you you get your little exosuit and you can travel around and you've got your squad of people that you're going with and you're fighting you know aliens and baddies whatever but it it just looked very refined and they said it was running inside the game engine like i say i take that with a pinch of salt right now but i have to say it was deep and rich and it did look amazing it looked like you really wanted to go and be a part of it and there were loads of different type of environments they went from sort of inner city to um out in the kind of jungly areas and so it, it did look like it had a bit of everything um, and it enough to get you, you know, get you a bit excited about. It, I think. Yeah, as, as you said. So what I I thought it looked, as I said, looked really good, looked really interesting. And I've just jumped in Polygon because they've done an update to the article today, just to say that the gameplay actually lives up to that. You know, wow. Not only the, the what was demoed, but also they're confirming it lives up to the kind of uh, Xbox One X's 4K promise. So they're saying that, you know, they've played the demo now. They sat, you know, it's a nine-minute video. You know, on the on the article, and again, I'm just watching it now, and it's like that in 4K. It looks amazing. Yeah, when you whack that on your TV, it's going to be pretty impressive that you are playing that. The, it's very short period of time ago that you know movies didn't have this kind of resolution of of objects, and even you know the high res, you know, high special effects ones. You know, yeah, pretty and to be fair, that's, that's a 2018 release, so uh, so by yes. that, there's a good chance for a you know 16, 17, 18 months away from that. So it's yeah, still a good while that, away. And a lot of the games that we were looking at. Uh, through the conference across all of the different you know providers there they are they were all, there were a lot of 2018 there you know and even the fact things like you know so so they'd already said there's no halo but the fact that they've done that means you're probably two, at least two two and a half years away from a next halo title yeah because they haven't them. even they didn't even announce the the graphics bump for halo they wasn't no. they, they didn't announce anything the problem is they're deeper now in their they're embedded into their competitive halo side of things and they don't want to destroy what they're just building up again yeah um that's that's the underlying reason that's why they're doing it um but i, I was surprised not to see the graphical bump um you know to 4k uh, so 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 we've kind of come to an end of a Microsoft section, um, yep. and even in the hardware, you know, I forgot to I forgot to mention that unlike you know unlike the the PS4, um, it's actually a 4K Blu-ray player as well. Yes, you know, so yeah. you've actually you know, so yes, it's 450, it's a lot of money, but if you try and buy a separate Blu-ray 4K player right now, it's about 400 pounds. But 450 for that spec of PC really is what well, underlying it really is. That's very very cheap for that kind of spec. Um, Absolutely. You know, if you were buying that as a a desktop machine, you'd be spending over a thousand pounds on that. So when you so, when you look at it like that, it's not so expensive. So you're buying? 
I, yeah, right now I think I probably will. I think I think it's on my horizon. And I think that's where my head's at as well. You know, just the fact that, that all the latest and greatest stuff will be on it and, and you know, I've got the 4K. It's a while since I've had a new console and yeah. this bumps up and it's it's not something spectacularly new, but, you know, it's enough of an interest there for me. And, and it, yes, it's expensive for a console, but like I say, it's quite cheap for a PC. Uh, one other little minor thing when I just talk to Microsoft. So they, um, they also announced that the custom pads um, that they've had in America for I think, about 18 months now or a year are coming to the UK, so... You Which is useless for me because they're not the Xbox Elite, and that's what I want. I, call, I forgot you're elite player. Can't go back. Yeah. Can't go back. I, I was tempted to order you some sort of cheesy concoction, but um, I know <laughs> whatever I thought was a cheesy concoction would not be right. Just, it wouldn't be enough. It wouldn't be enough. No. So, um, but but again, you can. Like they said, there's like a million or a billion combinations that you can. Yeah, go and so there's something choose. ridiculous. Yeah. Which is fine, but like I say, I I want the Elite in combination. I don't want the old controller anymore. Of course you do. Okay, so Sony followed on, um, and so this is because I'm not in the Sony Empire. I kind of I lose track of where everything is. I, so do you want me? You know, do, you one want me thing I, do you want me to spin through this one then? Yeah. Okay. And take a so un, 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 uncharted. The okay, the big the big Sony releases. Yeah. So yeah. I've had we've had a number of big uncharted games, and this is uh, it was almost like an announced last year. It's like an almost like a side project. This is a Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, and it's taken two female characters from Uncharted Two and Four, merging them together, um, and this is coming out this year yeah, again. But fantastic game. Uncharted's got a good legacy, so there's no. I've got no doubt this will be another good game. It's there always was, well received critically. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think they've hit a bad one yet, have they? No, uh, there was a bit of. It's a bit of deja vu looking at it, and and you could argue the same in Chapter yeah. Four, and it was a stunning game, but it was like, is are the ideas old and stale now yet? Yeah, and there's lots of what I, if you remember back to Shenmue and the kind of quick time events. That, uh... Yeah, I mean, I have to say, I played when I had a PlayStation Four. I played Uncharted, and I could see that it was impressive, but I don't like stealth games that much, so that bugged me. And I, and the quick time events just they're supposed to be dramatic. I just found them very un, you know, they're yeah, I don't. very undramatic. You know, you're running along and seeing your character run along and running, running, running. Oh, run, no, I've fallen like, off another cliff. And you're like, press X, A. X, 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 You know, and yeah. you're like, oh. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but, you know. Don't fall you, off the bloody cliff. <laughs> yeah, if you get caught up in it, it's very good. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. So this was like yeah. this year's big release. It came out a long time alongside the Switch. So I've, I've started to pick it up. Um, so this just is, got massive critical acclaim. This one, this is like you know the top oh, scores. Absolutely. So, so this is a, a, an expansion that will come. Let's say the Frozen Wilds, and again, I know it's an expansion, but I think it's just it's got such good you know press around Horizon Zero Dawn that that is one to, to yeah. Definitely they definitely pushed it for sure. Yeah. Um, um, Days Gone. So Days Gone's been talked about. Almost feels like not just last year, but year before. So this is one of these, you know zombie stay alive mm. type games and again looked, looked it did look very impressive yeah really good um so so we'll see we'll see, and we'll see and i can't remember if that was a this year i i don't know if that's um i actually think that might be a next year again um hold on hold on <laughs> let's um Oh, look, it's before the end of 2017. Okay, so a kind of Christmassy type release, it sounds like. Yeah, but, but that always thinks to me they'll slip it to Easter. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and the reason the reason I picked in Destiny 2 with PS4, so Destiny 2 is obviously multi-platform, but um, it looks like Sony have picked up a number of exclusives. Um, so they're saying that it's almost like this will be the best platform to play on. There's some, like, there's some content and gear and maps that will only be on PlayStation. Controversial, Bungie. Uh, I know, I know, and I guess we've yeah. had over the years we've had uh, both platforms fighting to get those uh, either exclusivity because you know if I'm releasing only on this platform, and again it used to be much more about exclusivity. Then we went through a stage of it was time exclusive, and now we're going back to seems like they're fighting back to having a bit more exclusive. Yeah, and it's just the money. It's the money that, that, yeah. that you need to spend to do that because to it, be on all platforms just, just gives you so much cash. I mean, there must be a lot of money offered to the developers to do this specifically because, uh, you know, if you've made the content, why wouldn't you release it in multiple formats the and last, give every, everyone yeah. who's bought your game? Because otherwise you're just saying, you, we're going to charge you the same for the Xbox console, but we're not going to care about it. Yeah, you know, and I think the last one that springs to mind is probably Titanfall. 
Yeah. So that was the one that jumps in my head as being Xbox only, but then Titanfall 2 came out and it was multi-platform and again, slightly better on PS4 just because of the power advantage it had. Yeah. Um, so Destiny 2, there's no doubt it looks it looks really nice. You know, it looks like... They've got some work to do to try and make that format a little bit more... We played... I mean, it was one of those games we played it, we played it a, a fair amount, but it quickly became clear that there once you'd done what it sort of aimed to do after maybe well i don't know it was probably it probably was a few quite a few weeks before it got completely boring but it just did get to that tired and and really they they tried to make the game just harder so it was like you know make all the aliens absorb so many bullets that it's just you know it wasn't really fun. It was just a bit of a grind in the end. And I wonder yeah. whether they're going to solve that. No, I totally agree. But the bit that, uh, the bit that still rings um, in my head was the multiplayer that once yes. we got by the first couple of nights of pain, it was like, this is beautiful. This Ex- is exactly really that. Nice. So it was properly in bungee territory yeah. as far as they'd, yeah. they'd balanced it nicely. And But it, it did take a while to get through that that learning curve because you, you got spanked and it was it was really quite depressingly boring. Yeah, and if you didn't and grind the weapons, good. yeah, and, and you, you had and it to was, know the maps and all those things. You had to know the maps. The, the team play made a big difference. So yeah, yeah. All, all those things. But um, I would, so, I would now dive more into that multiplayer th- uh, earlier because I think we missed a oh, trip yeah. by. Yeah. We got bored of the game before we actually then went and play multiplayer. I, I blame our comrades at the time who were more happy. To yeah, <laughs> they were not happy. They were not happy that they'd been grinding for like oh. months and months and months, and then they didn't get any advantage for that grinding when they played the online multiplayer. Yeah. Chris, where did you get that from? I just got it. Yeah, I just picked it up just now. <laughs> I worked seven months to get that. <laughs> yeah, but he just dropped it. <laughs> Um, made me happy. It, it made me. It still makes me chuckle. Uh, so a couple other ones, I guess. Kind of, you know, there was, and we'll, we'll touch on it later on. Well, we'll just cover it now. So there's Moss, which is a VR game, which again looks looks stunning. And there's a couple other VR titles coming out, which was from um, um, Bethesda or Bethesda, or whatever they're called, and it was Doom and Fallout Four. So they're doing specific VR games, um, and they will be coming out on the, the PlayStation VR again. Interesting because there was, there was a feeling that. There was a feeling that the VR got a bit, you know, disregarded over the last coming, well, the far, last few months. And this, I guess it's them just saying, yeah, yeah we're still concentrating it. Yeah, I mean, it's the, they are by far the biggest, you know, VR platform in the world. You know, yeah. they are, you know, against the, I, I think the figures were like 100 or 200,000 for the, I think it was 100,000 Oculus and like 150,000 Vive and, you know, 1 million for PlayStation VR. Yeah, so, so it's, it's a massive difference. You know, if you're going to release a game, you kind of want to target that platform. Um there does there's a, a little bit of a not not a stench but there's a bit of a there's almost been a false dawn round of VR stuff you know it's it looks really good and it is really good. It just it seems to be one of those things where everyone likes that they've got it but no one really puts they don't want to spend hours and hours in it. It's a pick up and use and then put down again type thing. You know it's not yeah. that it's not something you want to you in fact you can't really because you get, you say you get a bit ill. Uh, and so the other mm. one I've highlighted is Grand Turismo Sport. Um, and, and so Gran Turismo Sport it's a, a beautiful trailer and they're promising 4K and 16 frames <laughs> per second just don't believe they're, it I mean they're a company that put out beautiful trailers there's, there's, that's yeah. what they put out more than anything else is beautiful yeah. trailers so there's a beautiful trailer but also, put out more games yeah but there's, but there's another one that actually it was almost a bit of a, 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 an apology it was a, here's the heritage of Gran Turismo you know, here's what we, how we evolved, and we've, we've actually got real racers out there racing, and became third in Le Mans, and all this kind of yeah. nonsense. And then it was like, but then it became about collecting cars, and that's not what we want to be anymore. We want to go back to you know, let's race these cars. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be interesting just to see if it follows through on that. Yeah. Um, they're, they're saying it's coming fall 2017. Don't believe you. Nah, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> and that that really that really for me was the kind of the highlights. It wasn't to me. There was a tremendous amount from Sony, but they did pretty much the same last year. Everybody was expecting new PlayStation hardware last year, and they didn't do it. And it came kind of later in the year. And again, they're saying they've held back lots for Gamescon and, and the Tokyo Game Show. So, so well, whether... but you get so much news here that you just get a bit swamped. And and they knew that Project Scorpio was going to be officially announced. So yeah, why no why swamp it on that? Yeah. 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 Then we also had um, Nintendo, and most of their announcements were pretty much as you'd expect. Basically, Switch is going to be their main focus, and all the big kind of Nintendo franchises are coming, um, as well as some, you know, 
people like EA have, have actually committed to bring FIFA there. Um, Elder Scrolls is, is coming across. So basically, they've got more of a bite on this console from third-party developers than they had on either of their previous two consoles. And that's a good sign. It shows that there's enough money in that environment to, to attract these people across and make it worthwhile converting to their platform. And the more that they convert to the platform, the more they'll understand it and, and therefore uh, you know, become an easy and they'll be, develop their tools to do that. Um, I guess so. Super Mario Odyssey that's going to be is coming October twenty seventh. So uh, looked looked pretty. Looked <laughs> just as I said, I, I, it looked like something's in drugs. It just looks. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yes. So Mario is Mario, but this seems it's to always be, been a bit like that. Yeah, uh, no, but this this seemed uh, it seemed to they seemed to be trying to mix a kind of cartoon and cartoon esque type real world as well. Um, you 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 can throw his hat on anything and can take control. So you oh, there's a dinosaur. Throw the hat on him. I'm now the dinosaur. Uh, it's one of those. It's Mario. Um, I'm interested to see what they can do new. And 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 after playing Zelda this year and absolutely loving it, um, and seeing what they did with that, and playing Mario Kart and absolutely loving yeah. it. You know, there's no doubt I'll pick it up unless it you know came out and they said it was like a you know five or six you know a ten kind of type reviews, which I'd be. Astounded. It could be. I mean, it, this could be an amazing new dawn for Nintendo, an unexpected exactly. one. So yeah, and I think to me the Switch has been. You know, I've been really surprised yeah. at the, and and I mean, you mentioned the the kind of third party, so FIFA coming along, and also Rocket League. So Rocket League is yep. a when it, when the Switch first came out, they said don't think it can handle it, but clearly they've seen the size of the platform and went, hold on, this is a. Well, it's it's worth trying to make it handle. Yeah, yeah. and 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 just mentioning Rocket League, one other thing that came out. So there's going to be. So you can do Xbox and PC, as in, you know, you can be in the PC, I can be in the Xbox, and we can be playing. Uh, and they're also going to support Switch doing that as well. And Sony okay. have said no. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. interesting when Sony do all the adverts, you know, for the gamers and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, for the players, not the gamers, but the players. Yeah, we we got enough people here. Uh, they have. The, I, think they, I think they said it's either 40 or 50 million PlayStation cores. dilute so. our environment another big one metro prime 4 so no screenshots just tease that <laughs> that feels at least a year 18 months if not two years away that's a long they, time coming they teased a name that was it but it was probably enough to get people happy i'm sure yeah so uh, like i said nintendo definitely looking like they've got a bit of a sunrise again rather than a sunset which is nice yep. um ea um chuffed on a bit about um battlefront 2 so effectively, they said that the new game is going to aim to fix the problems of the old game, which was effectively that created a nice environment, uh, made you know made everyone feel nice and giddy. They sold an absolute shed load of them. They they really did sell well, um, but everyone it was so it wasn't long standing because there were only about four maps I think at release, and even the new maps after that didn't come very particularly quickly. So it got it got dry quite quickly. So they've said they're going to put more into it. Uh, they're gonna, you know, concentrate on the areas like that th th they thought they fell down on, and get people playing it more, and for longer time. I think, I think, just actually saying, by the way, all the maps that come out, you'll get. You yeah. know, these are these are. Quite so important you, they're things. not saying you're gonna have to buy them again and again. You, you know, you just it, they're just going to keep refreshing. And uh, like I say, I think that's a lot of the problem was just you know, I think also the mechanics of the game were a little bit clunky. Uh, when it actually came to it, they weren't they weren't refined, um, and therefore, again, people got a bit spanked, and it just got a bit frustrating to play. Some of the big, and I'm thinking the big kind of epic maps. There was some bits where, no matter what you did and where you went, you just couldn't go, you just couldn't move. Yeah. It was just, just like um, you could be behind a, you'd be behind a tree, die. You'd yeah. be behind a little bit of rock, die. Yeah, yeah. Just it, it felt a bit frustrating. And then there was other games where. And and I didn't seem to be doing anything different. There's other games you would just own, and yeah. and, and it was like. Well, I found that I found that with Battlefront in general. I just I, I know we we've, we've spoken about this <laughs> at length, but there there didn't seem to be any reason, or rhyme or yeah. reason. Sometimes you're in the game, sometimes you're not, and it was yeah. a bit a bit frustrating. No, I, and as you know, I I love those games, so it's it's one of the. But I didn't. Yeah. I liked Battlefront, but it, you know it didn't last. You know, whereas Battlefield yep. certainly I would happily yeah. go and play that now and enjoy. It. You, you would shift delete it. I'd probably lose a TV. Probably my Xbox wouldn't survive it. I certainly wouldn't survive it. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, but yeah, they. So yeah, yeah. They 
went on about the other things. We've covered some of those in the earlier bits anyway. So uh, certainly they're progressing on with all of their normal um, franchises and tweaking and, and doing their sports stuff. Um, no doubt making a lot of money out of it. Bethesda, um, Doom and Fallout 4. So Fallout 4 is going to be in VR, which is um, interesting. Yes. With the uh, sort of enhanced movement. So it doesn't make you sick. That's the idea anyway. And I did uh, and I didn't think instantly it was like if they can do some sort of put boy type stuff, you think how you, how that game felt when you went to your little on arm computer. Yeah. There's some potential there to, to have some nice. Yeah, yeah, mechanics. if they can make that yeah, yeah, they, yeah, definitely. Uh, and whether it'll extend Fallout Four. Again, it's another one of those games where I, I like the idea of it, but I've never managed to push in really to the end some people absolutely nail those games and play them you know to all of the different endings you can get but for me it's always been uh just i i get frustrated at some point and it's never that's it done i can't i can't can't progress um but yeah and they've got things like Dis- dishonored 2 uh um content coming out um and lots of stuff going on uh, and then Ubisoft, they sort of said some stuff. <laughs> I actually thought Ubisoft was, was pretty unremarkable, and maybe it's just been a bit harsh, but, you know, the crew too, and it's got cars and dirt bikes and planes, it's like... Mm. I don't think Ubisoft mm. are going through their best patch at the moment. They've they've launched some truly spectacular games in the past, but um, they, maybe they'll... They, they also produce sleeper hits almost that, you know, they, they probably, when they actually get released, yeah, they deserve more, but... And you're maybe being harsh because you, you've got things like Far Cry, and and it's been a couple oh, yeah. of times since I've played Far, or a couple of releases since I've played it, and, and they still get good reviews. Exactly. So we're being we're being a bit dickish. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed is is very very popular game, and I'm sure the the new one will be. Uh, yeah. As no. One of one of the guys at work was talking to him at the Xbox, and he was like, more importantly, I've got an Assassin's Creed release date because he played he's played everyone. He loves everyone. It's his game. It's a bit like probably us with Halo. You know, it's like yeah. you know, a Halo coming out's our game. You know, you yeah. kind of think, yep, I'll I'll buy hardware for that. Yeah. But for him, it's Assassin's Creed, and he's like, ooh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So, but I say loads of people just love it, and yeah, even he's... the even the bad games are still reasonable. As in, even the ones that aren't that critically acclaimed are still reasonable games, and they've always got lots to do. So, yeah, it's good. Yep. Uh, okay, I think that's probably as much as we need to cover on e3 they were very very game focused you know obviously microsoft's hardware announcement really although it was a hardware announcement it was still talking about the game so like i say they've they've gone away from all these kind of look we can be a media center we can have every all these apps and we can do this that and the other we've doubled down on like we dropped we dropped the ball we need to focus on games that's that's why people are buying this console not to you know not not to yeah. do what we set out to do five, four, five years ago. Can't remember. Yeah, how Craig, long it's it came probably out. a while. It's Three while. years ago. Yeah. I can't remember when their original vision came out. You know, it's maybe four years ago. So it's a good a good old length of time and um they're they're certainly focused. Uh, the other thing I just have in my head was that and we never touched on it here because it kinda came out before the show. Um but you've got um Forza, you've got um Gran Turismo, maybe, and you've also got um Project Cars. And and I think yeah, Project Cars two. Yeah, I think as a console racer, there's it's certainly there's a rich six months ahead. That if you're into that kind of yeah, into that kind of thing. I mean, I hope. I, was, I, I hope was they solve was, the console. Sorry, I was just going to say sorry. On you go. No, I think we got a bit of lag there. Sorry. <laughs> All I was going to say is if they solve the console control issues, um, then then the Project Cars could be a good game. Project Cars one was totally scuppered by console control oh, yeah. issues. The fact that you had to hit forums to understand how to set your, your joypad up. And change it on yeah. a car, per car basis. Yeah. And they've said that there's, that there's a video, and it came out about you know three, four weeks ago, that we, we get it, and we know that was the biggest stumbler for people, and we're focused on um, you know, the, 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 the kind of pad control. Um, I'm trying to remember what I was going to say now. It was something <laughs> else. Oh, it was just things like Dirt 4. You know, so Dirt 4 came out last week, and again, absolutely stellar reviews. So it's... Um, just snuck out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, you know, and 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 Dirt's done that before. You know, kind of yeah. mid-year doesn't doesn't seem to. They almost deliberately said, "Let's avoid that Easter rush. Let's avoid yeah. the September onwards because you're fighting for everything else." Mid-year, great game, go get it. Yep, agreed. Okay, I think that's it for this week. Then, um, unless you've got a pick or anything you'd like to 
No, it's maybe just worth saying that um, some of my goodies came through this this week. So okay, I yeah. I picked up an iPad, a ten and a half inch iPad Pro. I've got an iPad Pro smart keyboard. And I've got a new Apple Pencil. And uh, and how's that all working out? It's lovely. What a what a stellar combination. So the actual um, the iPad itself um, performance is 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 wowser. You know, it really is. Even just simple things, you know, and it's um, you know browser. You know, does it get page. warm? No. Maybe I'm not stressing it, you know, but it's just, yeah. it, it, and and literally, you know, multitasking, flipping between loads of apps, doing lots of things, using the pencil, looking at video, then firing up, you know, like like some of the, you know, like Affinity Photo, which which came out and loading up really massive images and editing them. It is, it is stellar. And I noticed some of the reviews, and we were talking about it, um, we talked about it earlier that the kind of verge says this is overkill. It's overkill for a tablet, <laughs> and and it's like what's overkill now might you know so it might still be fantastic or it will be fantastic in two years time. And <clears> they, <throat> if they're still pushing this as a productivity tool, things like being able to have Affinity Pro running those kind of uh, you know things is 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 important. So yeah. And I'm looking at it as this this replaces my MacBook, you know. So yes, I'm picking up a new iMac, but I'll just have an iMac. I have an iPad, and that's that's how I'm going to. Deal with things. This <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, and I'm, but I'm, I'm confident that, that some of the iOS 11 improvements, which I don't have now, will actually really help that multitasking. It, and multi I, th I think it. I think it will. From what we've seen, it will. And having the nice keyboard on it, uh, it turns it much more into a kind of Surface Pro type idea. So the yeah, biggest I, miss is the no backlight in the keyboard. That that mm. is just like, I, if that had been there, it would have been. You know, perfect ten out of ten. The keyboard. Oh, really there, there must be use. a reason that that's not there. Yeah, um, and there's a Logitech one that's come out that again looked. At, I thought that's going to be the one because it's got, and even so it's daft things like the pencil. There's nowhere to store it. Hmm. There's no magnet, and you're like, ugh, why didn't you just wrap a bloody magnet around it? And there's lots of aftermarket things, so I probably will pick up something just so I can click it on somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's got a place just to kind of sit. Could you just end up? Where does it go? Where yeah. do I put it? I just want to put it somewhere so I can just pick up the pad and move it around. Yeah, and you end up just. And I know it's like it's, it's small things, but it's like no, important. no, they're, they're they're little things that are important. Yeah, but the actual they'll solve them itself, in two years' time and sell you an accessory for it. it and one thing, the the screen is the dogs. The screen. Yes, so this is, is the first device you've had with a proper retina. No, no, no. The, the, the other other iPad was a proper retina. The, the okay. thing this has got is this promotion thing. Ah, uh, yeah. So scrolling around any content it just is so fast there's no mm -hmm. lag to it and and using the pencil i used the pencil in shack's ipad pro the older one and and it was good and there's a tiny little bit of mm -hmm. lag this just just it just feels like i'm writing it, yeah. I, i'm just writing and i'm like this is my right hand writing still terrible but even just doing simple <laughs> sketches uh, you know even and i'm and i'm talking kind of business a flowy chart type yeah. things it's great love it cool Nice. Nice. No, it is nice. I'm really pleased. Really pleased with it. At some point, I'll go and have a play with one in a store, probably. Alrighty. Okay, so I think that's probably it then. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, digitaloutbox.com is the website. Info at digitaloutbox.com is how you talk to us, as well as Twitter, digitaloutbox. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Cheesy UK and racing blog, academyracer.co.uk. Ian, where are you? My blog is iand.net and I'm on Twitter as Shupar. Wonderful. Okay, uh, so we will talk at you again next week. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Ta-da! <laughs>